0: Alrighty, so I've hit start recording and not start streaming. Well um, done, thank you. That's yes. a big win. Yes, welcome everyone to a pre-recorded and definitely not live-streamed 107 <laughs> podcast uh, with myself, Jacob, and Ash. Uh, yeah, so essentially last week's, uh, if you're if you're one of the I guess zero followers on Twitch, um, you would have <laughs> you would have seen the you would have seen the the podcast streamed under Warzone. Um, purely because i clicked the wrong button in the recording suite but um yeah oops uh it still i guess is probably going to get more more airtime than f1 academy (laughs) so there's that um but yeah so welcome this week episode nine um
1: it is race week it is finally race week it, feel, it, it feels. It feels like, like it's age. been an age. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's been an
0: age. <laughs> um, which I think it's it's kind of mad considering how many races we're now going to have pretty much in a row. I think there's like one or two breaks, but we've we've got quite a few races coming up, which is going to be very very exciting for for sure. Um, yeah. Are
1: we basically now just racing till the summer break?
0: Um. So I I'm literally just double checking, but pretty much. So we have, drumroll please, we have Azerbaijan this week, then we have uh, the United States at Miami on the 5th to the 7th of May, so next week, and then we have a one-week break. Um, Yes, I'm just double-checking I can do maths, Uh, and then we are at uh, Imola, and then the week after that we're at Monaco, and then the week after that we're in Spain, and then we have a one-week break. And then we're at uh, Canada, sixteenth to the eighteenth of June, uh, and then the next week. No, there's a there's a one week break, and then Austria, and then the week after that is Great Britain. So it is literally there's like two, three weeks where we don't have Formula One between now and the 9th of July.
1: Oh wow! Which is
0: mad. To be completely yeah. honest. Um yeah, but it's it's gonna be good, I think. It's gonna be nice not to have a massive three week break um in the middle of the calendar, uh, I guess. So
1: Yeah. Yep. Well well done, Baku.
0: <laughs> well done, Baku. Um I know a lot of F one fans will be like b- hailing the return of uh of F one. Um so even if there is a new weekend format this weekend there's a new there's there new is placing new timing new everything um so for those of you who don't know uh essentially what's happening this weekend in baku um is they're calling it a sprint weekend um and what that essentially means is that the qualifying will be changed um the sprint race will be slightly changed because there will be a separate qualifying for the sprint race which won't affect the grand prix and where you finish in the sprint won't affect the grand prix proper which is kind of confusing to be completely honest um and i have a couple of issues with it uh, personally <laughs> uh, purely from a this doesn't quite make sense type thing but essentially what will happen uh, is the, on Friday, there will be a FP1 and then qualifying for the Sunday Grand Prix. Then on Saturday, there will be qualifying for the sprint race and then the sprint race. And then on Sunday, there is the normal race proper. Yep. Is, that, is that correct? There's no FP There's no, FP on, no, no um, FP2, or FP2. There's no FP2, is there? I'm just double-checking there's no FP for... Essentially, Sunday.
1: they should just call it Sprint Saturday.
0: Well, that's what they're calling it.
1: Is it? I thought it was yeah. Sprint Weekend.
0: Well, I I called it a Sprint Weekend, um, uh, but I okay. think they're calling it Sprint Saturday. Um, I'm just double checking. Uh, they're just call it F1 Sprint is back. Yeah, with a bra- featuring the brand new Sprint Saturday. So essentially, uh, yeah. So there's no there's no FP2. It's just practice one, Grand Prix qualifying on uh, on Friday. Um, And essentially, there is also a slightly new qualifying structure as well. So the sprint qualifying will be different on the the Saturday. So Q1 uh, will be 12 minutes and the mandatory tyre will be medium. uh, And then five cars are eliminated. Q2 will be 10 minutes and the mandatory tyre will be medium. And then five cars are eliminated. And then Q3 will only be eight minutes and there is a mandatory soft tyre. So, see,
1: I think they should have just done what they did in the game and do one shot qualifying mm, sprint for a sprint. That would have been so much fun. One shot
0: qualifying would have been really, really good.
1: Or actually, in
0: in all honesty, one of the most exciting parts of Formula E is their qualifying. Okay. So where they go they go head to head essentially with with another driver and whoever has the fastest lap time proceeds to the next round which is a very interesting way of doing it. So I think I think that's how they do it. But essentially it would be like let's say you have put Charles against Lando. If Lando has a has a better one lap time because you get one shot to do it, he goes through to Q2 and and Charles is out. That would be the idea, essentially. But I, I agree with you. It should be one shot. Um, I think we and... just send
1: the cars out in maybe, like, driver position, driver's world championship World championship order. position, yeah. So whoever's bottom, they go out go, first. They go first, or actually, yeah. Actually, no, no, that's... See, that could be a little bit unfair because, obviously, they'll be laying down rubber. So whoever's first mm. will have a green... Uh, well, a, we'll, well then maybe it first. should be
0: completely randomised.
1: Yeah, it could just be randomised. So that would be interesting. Yeah, one shot, because that's it. It's just on the line. Yeah. You lock up, you make a mistake. Yeah. There's no, all right, we'll come back into the pits. nope, Put on a fresh set of tyres and go again. Yeah, I I think one shot shot would be better for uh, this. Race, yeah.
0: Personally. Um, But so that's that's essentially what the new weekend format is. Um, And also for me... I felt like if they wanted uh, more eyes on the on the on the actual Friday as well um I would have potentially even put the Sprint qualifying on the Friday and then done the sprint race and then done quality on Saturday like you could have potentially done it that way around as well.
1: Um, so what's the timing between the sprint qualifying and the sprint race? that my
0: friend is a very good question and I will tell you right now so the um, the sprint shootout is what they're calling it which is the qualifying is between this is EU time 10.30 to fourteen, weirdly but <laughs> 10.30 to 11.30 uh, and then the sprint will be 3.30 to 4.00
1: Okay, so there's a bit of a gap. in between. There's a
0: big gap between that, so that's why I'm like, would you? Re- I don't think many people are actually. I
1: think. I, well, I'm. I'm I, just thinking about the live people who are there. Right, you're there. You get there yeah. Saturday. You watch qualifying, and then you wait three, four hours for the race. Well, I'm. I'm having a the do to keep people so, entertained in between
0: on Saturday. If you're there, you got the sprint shootout. This is local times, by the way. Local yeah. times you have the uh the sprint shoot at between twelve thirty and it and one fifteen. Well screw fourteen, one fifteen. But then you have the F two sprint race at three. So you have to wait about an hour and a half.
1: All right. So that's, that's not, not too, too bad. bad.
0: Um to be completely fair. Um yeah. Okay. But then... No, I
1: think the the format works well. Yeah, I, I think it's all right. And then
0: you're waiting from about four o'clock for the end of the F two race to five thirty for the sprint race.
1: So about a half an
0: an hour and a half.
1: Have they said yet when the does F one Academy happen on the same weekends? Um, so F one
0: Academy isn't racing this weekend. Okay. Um I don't actually know when the next race is. Also, I have a, I, I would like to um point out apparently the first round uh hold on let me let me quickly uh double check. But I heard uh a a rumor that the pre-season no not the pre-season testing, the first race uh in Spielberg is free entry. Oh, that's cool. Apparently, I don't know how true that actually is. Um, but it's happening on the 28th to the 29th of April, so it is this weekend. Um, but apparently it's free entry. So, ah. please don't quote me on that, but if you're in Austria and you fancy going to this race, do it.
1: So, I was just thinking, why not have the F1 Academy same as the F2 and F1 calendar, yeah. and it replaces the Porsche Super Cup? Yeah. Or is an addition to the Porsche Super Cup? Just to get more eyes on the sport, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure it can help with sustainability if everything is kind of done on the same weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's also
0: very weird because the, the weekend structure of of this season is april may may june july july october
1: oh that's a long like why
0: surely hold on here's an even better idea (laughs) why on earth would you not have a f1 academy race during the winter during the summer break and really highlight it
1: good idea very good idea but yeah like, if, they're what, not follow, if they're not following the calendar then, if they're not
0: following yeah, they're the not. calendar then what you do is in the middle of summer or like maybe even a week into the summer break and they have a slightly delayed summer break because obviously you know they're not entirely yeah. associated with formula one teams you would go off the back of people being hungry to actually watch formula one and yeah. you'd get, get eyeballs it on, uh, on it
1: F one TV, get mm. on YouTube, get so on this, Sky Sports. This is
0: the other uh, disappointing thing about it, which I think you sort of know about, is that um, essentially what's what's happened is there's it's not a hundred percent going to be broadcast on yeah, TV. I think you remembered saying. So is... there will just be live timings available on the website.
1: Which... See, I, I don't, I don't understand that because the whole thing, and it's not just F one Academy about women's sports, is you need to promote it mm. so it becomes big I and mean, when it becomes big then sponsors and businesses get involved which yeah. means money gets involved and the drivers are paid more and yeah. everyone in the teams are paid more so it doesn't make sense it's, why it's very strange because it's kind of being hidden away
0: yeah Is especially because if you're if you're actually wanting to get into this and you yeah. go what do you mean I can't watch it on TV my local go-kart track has a 24 hour live stream and you're telling me you can't broadcast this.
1: Yeah, especially if you're trying to improve diversity exactly sports, get women drivers into um Formula One. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good at all. It's really Um, it's really strange. Yeah, because I don't I don't understand. Like you said, you can just live stream it on YouTube. And especially that's why if you do it on the same weekends as the Formula One races, the cameras everything is already set up the production is already done right so yeah. like, oh we have to bring camera people in and all the technology around it so it's already there yeah exactly use it um so yeah that that's really weird that's yeah
0: really weird. i'm also i'm also just double checking they are not uh, going to the same venues as formula one on one single weekend by the looks of things other than the season finale which is in austin um, right
1: let's get Susie wolf on the podcast yeah <laughs> right, let's get to answer some of these questions yes
0: Susie. um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just think it's poor planning essentially um yeah it's not it's really not good if you if you're
1: i'm sure i'm sure there's a reason behind it but surface
0: wise uh, it doesn't from the surface it doesn't sense. look good no um like i said even if you were to just have you know how f1 tv it has like the driver um, cameras like the the pod cameras that you can go ahead and watch. Even if they just streamed that, no actual broad like proper broadcast, you could just choose which driver you wanted to follow. I'd argue that even that would be good because I know for a fact that they will have cameras on those cars and they will be on. So yeah. that's weird. So that stream is it. Really weird. Um, chuck it on YouTube. Like just chuck yeah, it on like, YouTube. Like Formula E. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, ridiculous. It's just genuinely ridiculous. So. But anyway uh back to the to the sprint quality or sprint saturday what are your thoughts what are your other thoughts around sprint saturday do you have any other thoughts before we move on or no
1: i just i know there's a lot of hoo-ha around it i'm just gonna Mm. wait to see how it goes okay the more competitive racing that we have over the weekend the happier i'm gonna be right yeah yeah true so but i'm just gonna wait to see how it goes if it makes sense um And I I hope it mixes things up. I really do. I I hope it does. I hope we get some surprise winners and podiums and maybe the stress on the cars over the weekend. I mean, reliability plays a lot more into it. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, we could just, if Sunday's all that matters now, it's like, okay, we've got Sunday, we've got Saturday, we've got Friday now. We need to make sure that our engine's reliable, our hydraulics, everything is just on top of its game. Yeah and i think it adds more to it being an engineering sport and yeah also drivers i know obviously they are at the practice sessions to help set up the cars but i think maybe if they look at these races as using our new upgrades in a competitive way could give them yeah. a lot more information and um, say like, oh we don't really follow cars as much in fp one and fp 2 mm. now that we are our development path can change a little bit to you know be better at that yeah, but, um, uh, I'm going to wait to see how it goes before I cast judgment <laughs> yeah I would like to see how
0: it goes as well um, because I think that it could be very interesting yeah. but my my issue is, is that yes we will probably see more racing I mean that's going to happen anyway um, yeah. but a couple of things one, if you're only having one free practice just extend it by half an hour to give the teams yeah, that extra data. This. Like, yeah. what would be so difficult about that? Um, because I know that some teams would have complained to so the FAA being going, we haven't got enough time to practice and we need extra time to get the car set up because you're asking us to do three races and because and qualifying and blah. So there will be arguments. Extend FP1 by half an hour. It's not that difficult. Yeah. It's really not. Right? That's, that's issue for me, issue number one. Issue number two uh, is, like, do you have... Like sprint qualifying before or after or whatever and blah 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 blah. Also, I don't know how many people are gonna tune in at nine thirty in the morning in the UK or ten thirty in the morning on a Saturday to watch sprint qualifying and then come back to watch the sprint at three thirty or two thirty or whatever. Yeah, I,
1: I think I think a lot of people would do
0: it. Um I I do question that a little bit. Um yeah, I, I and think-
1: if you've got some sort of competitiveness in there, people people would do it. I mean, probably, people, yeah. But for me,
0: I would have chopped that down to have potentially even gone, right, we'll do quali, and then there is an hour until lights out for the sprint. Because then you can fill that hour with other bits and pieces. You can um, do analysis and stuff like that. Like, you know, a match of the day or, or like... Uh, monday night football where they have like halftime analysis and stuff like that they could talk about all of that rubbish because also at that point they would have not only the sprint qualifying to talk about but the actual qualifying from friday to talk about as well and then yeah. you would have eyes on from let's say uh t- like 2 30 all the way through to five o'clock like two and a half three hours I think, for me, that would make more sense. I understand that would probably be a lot more stress on the teams, the the, the mechanics, and, and all that fun stuff, but that would be more of a spectacle than like waking up, watching Sprint qualifying, going about my day, and then coming back. Um, I know that, like I said, a lot of people will probably do it anyway, but I would try and make it as easy for the viewer as possible, personally. Give me one second of course um so that's that's one of the things that I would I would consider essentially uh and then the the other thing as well is that if you're one of the backmarkers let's say you're um uh, who's bottom of the table at the moment it, it's uh Alpha, williams it? or is it or Alpha? Williams? williams well, i think it i think it's Alpha. No, it's Williams. Williams are a because they've only got one point. They're consistent. They've only got one point and Alpha <laughs> don't have any points as far as I can remember.
1: No, no, because every team scored points. Yeah, exactly. Said, every team has scored points. Yeah,
0: so. So, so it is Williams. But let's say you're Williams. The the, the, the point is it doesn't matter. But yeah. let's say you're Williams, right? And you, Alpha Tauri, have one point. That's what I couldn't remember. Let's say you're Williams. You're at the back of the grid, right? And for sprint quality, you qualify... 18th and 17th, right? You out-qualify the Alvataris, okay? Then you've got to do a sprint race and hope that you don't get damage for the actual race. For me, it seems very pointless for the teams other than the front three. Um, The only way that it's not pointless is if that qualifying format that they change it to Completely throws things up in the air. But even then, let's say Max qualifies last, the sprint race is like 20 laps or something like that. Like Max would be like third or fourth by the end of the sprint race and he'll pick up a couple of points. Hmm. All this is going to do, I think, is the top teams are going to score more points and the bottom teams are going to score less points. And that's not good for the championship. Yes, we'll see good racing and the product will be good. However, it will not be good for anyone. Who is in the low 5, 6, or the lowest fifth or sixth team
1: onwards? So seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. I would hate if, because obviously Red Bull and Max are pretty much going to run with it, run away with it. Yeah. Uh, for Max to win the championship in a sprint race, can you? Yeah, can you imagine? Like that would just be so like.
0: Uh, it would be very draining.
1: Yeah, I like, think it would just be like. Yeah, it would just be so underwhelming. I just, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think especially so. So, we have the, the sprint races. Uh, the sprint race is 17 laps, by the way, uh, this weekend. Uh, but there will be six sprint races. Um, and one of the last sprint races is in Brazil, right? Sao Paulo. You could fathom a, a situation or a scenario where max wins in brazil because you've only got brazil then then vegas then Abu Dhabi. so he could very easily have the title wrapped up by then he could he i could. i would argue he could even win it as early as us which would then leave four races after that
1: <laughs> see how about i know it's print rate there's only six sprint races but what if you did FP1, FP2, Friday. Mm. Sprint qualifying on Saturday, mm. right, which determines the grid for a sprint race on Saturday afterwards. Yeah, sure. Which determines the grid for Sunday. Yeah. Okay. And so what, what, what happens? Yeah, but then what happens is you take the results of the race and you put that in towards the next sprint race if that makes sense so what so uh actually no it only makes sense if they were doing sprint races every weekend yeah every weekend do you
0: know what would be quite interesting is if they had a separate sprint race table yeah that could be interesting um that would be i feel like do, do you know what I'm going to put my foot down and Ooh. I am going to make a sprint race table. Because nobody else <laughs> is going to fucking do it. Nobody else is going okay. to do this. So I am going to, after every single sprint race, update the sprint race championship. And we will have a sprint race champion at the <laughs> end. It will be max anyway. But I'm yeah. going to record
1: it and I'm going to work out exactly what happens. Actually, no. I messed up. That's why right. I put two qualifyings in. So if you do, like you said, if they're trying to separate sprint racing and the normal race. Yes what happens is for each sprint race, where you came in that sprint race determines where you qualify for the next sprint race. Mm. So you only ever have one qualifying session, which mm. is always for the main race. And right, okay, in sprint race in Baku, I don't know, where, where's the next sprint race gonna be? I can tell you, uh,
0: Austria.
1: Austria. Okay, so in the sprint race, so that makes the sprint race more competitive, because like, like, if we get ahead the next sprint race in austria mm. is where we'll start based on where we finished in the previous sprint.
0: Race yeah kind of thing. so if you're if you're charles and yeah. you like the idea of driving into a castle in this year's sprint race in baku it's never happened before i don't know why i'm bringing it up but if he was to drive into a castle um and dnfs he would have to start 20th in austria is that what you're saying
1: Yes. Okay. So what that would do is it might make it more competitive for the teams in the midfield and lower end. Yeah. Let's just stay there. Let's just stay there. And then look, instead of starting, like Williams could jump up to like 10th, right? Yeah. You never know. Just
0: purely from Uh, driving safely.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, And then say for the next sprint race, was like, hey, we're starting 10th now based Mm. on what happened on the... So
0: What if wild card, right? You had the one qualifying, right? And then the lap times from Abu Dhabi decide the grid for Austria. So yeah. so it would only be lap times. It wouldn't be where you finished. So you could just literally pit the second to last lap, go mental, <laughs> and get the fastest lap and then you would be first in Austria. That would be mad. That would be such a mad way of doing it. That would just be ridiculous because then actually you might get some pit stops in the sprint race. That would be Ooh, insane. Yeah. I really like that idea because so, <laughs>
1: because it's completely stupid. Yeah, no, no, because like you're saying, like like uh, over 20 laps, Yeah. Ferrari, Mercedes, Aston Martin, Red Bull are just going to be up there. And you're like, yeah, like exactly. you said, as a midfield and lower team, it's like, we don't get any points. But, and then that's where they have that, kind of ooh, do we stay where we are if they are in points mm. or do we pit put on softer tires like i said go balls to the wall yeah. and they were like hey or that would be a lap- time as quickest
0: very good idea would be to award a point for the fastest lap during a sprint race but yep. it doesn't you don't have to be in the top 10 or the top eight it's just wherever yeah like a complete wild card
1: yeah that would be it-
0: very interesting
1: if you think about it, like a few teams could pit and then mm. you're like, actually, hang on. If these teams are pitting, I can jump them and get ninth or eighth or whatever. And... Yeah, because if you, let's yeah, say for example, you're 10th, right? You're
0: Yuki Sonoda in your 10th and you see um, Lance Stroll in ninth pit. Yep. So you got to ninth and you're just on the edge of yep. scoring points. You've got, I don't know, let's call, let's say Carlos is in, is in eighth and he's getting that world championship point. Um, and there's four laps to go, right? You could very easily play it safe yeah, and try know. and undercut and and go for a fastest lap. Yeah, or and get a point stays, anyway.
1: Uh, if he stays in ninth, and it's like, okay, Lance Stroll might get the fastest lap, but it's like, once well, someone crashes ahead, I jump up a couple more places. True. What if there's a
0: yellow flag, and I can exactly. pit for new tires
1: exactly. and get a
0: cheap pit stop? So there's there's a lot more, you know thrown in there essentially. Um yeah. but yeah, I think like I said we need to we need Let's to see how the
1: weekend goes. And... yeah,
0: so so um also the the cost cap allowance for each sprint race will double from next year onwards, which will mean it will go from 150,000 to 300,000. Um okay. but there good. will no longer be any further allowance for accident damage sustained in the sprint events. Um, so there's that to, to bear in mind as well um so yeah and they've just to review sprint f- saturdays i almost said fridays um the tracks that we will be going with will be azerbaijan uh austria red bull ring belgium spa franco champs uh Ooh, qatar uh le Salle circuit i think that's pronounced correctly uh united states circuit of the americas and sao paulo like Brazil into Lagos. It's very interesting how they the Grand Prix is Azerbaijan, Austria, Belgium, Qatar, United States. Did you say Grand Prix? Grand Prix. Sorry, I'm <laughs> reading. I do apologise. Uh, and then and then last one is Sao Paulo. It doesn't say Brazil. That's very interesting. Um, but yeah, so I think they picked some pretty good pretty good tracks to try and do sprint races on. Um, no, the
1: sprint races at Brazil have actually been quite
0: good. Yeah, the sprint races at Brazil have been very good. Qatar is a funny one. I wonder how much they had to pay the FIA to get that <sighs> confirmed. Because that is not a circuit that I would personally pick to have a sprint race in. It's also very interesting that Britain has completely disappeared off of this list.
1: Uh, is that the segue? That that That's
0: <laughs> partly why I'm like, mm, maybe there's money involved. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm saying it. Um, but I guess, uh, it does segue into, um, it's been dropped off of the sprint calendar. Will it drop yeah. off of the calendar altogether?
1: They can't. They can't. Get so it. there have what been... Are those
0: historic circuits. ...growing, increasing concerns that the British Grand Prix, the only track other than Monza, to feature at every single world championship in Formula One, as far as I'm aware. I think I think it's only those two tracks, Monza and Great Britain, are the only two that have been raced at in every single championship. Um, and potentially, it's at risk. Um, the, the race is confirmed for next year, but there is no confirmation from 2025 onwards, especially concerning when you look at, for example, circuits like Australia, which I think they did a contract until 2032, I believe, um, Ooh, for the Melbourne wow. Grand Prix. I think it's 2032. I'm going to um, Melbourne GP... Um, contract? Um, 10-year contract until 2035. So, t- to have Silverstone... Um... Uh... To have Silverstone not even renew for 2025, but you've got Melbourne is extended. Sorry, it's been extended through to 2037. Oh, she apparently. says somewhere. Um... Uh, according serious? to according to motorsport week it's 2037 but officially 2035 um but essentially to have that confirmed into 2020 2035 but you haven't confirmed silverstone for 2025 is mad like that doesn't make any sense to me personally um it, it has to stay i think there are there are a few tracks which have to stay and silverstone is one of those it is the local track for about five of the teams are within 20-minute drive of of Silverstone. Um, especially with them, you know, they're pushing um, eco-friendly and travel and reducing their impact and CO2 emissions and stuff like that, and then you're not using literally the racetrack 20 minutes away from the factory. Are you completely moronic? <laughs> um, there are so many reasons as to why the British Grand Prix should have a lifetime contract as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and that that is... Potentially bias coming from a Brit, but at the same time, it's it's a classic track. It's been there literally every single year. I it's where all of the teams are based. It is completely and utterly moronic not to have that as part of the calendar.
1: I'm sure it stayed. I mean, they refurbished it. What was it 2011?
0: They they apparently they 2011? continually um, refurbish and do bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. On, they had uh, a major track, one, yeah, major one in 20, we, 2011. We did the circuit, but um, yeah,
1: yes. Yeah, <sighs> the majority of the teams are on there, but the majority of the drivers: you know, Hamilton, mm. Lando Norris, George Russell. Yeah, um, it's so, a good circuit. To an extent, enjoy it.
0: To an extent, Albon as well.
1: Albon. Uh, I think, he, he races under the Thai flag. Right?
0: He, yeah, but I mean, he he does race under the Thai flag, but he's Thai British or British Thai or however he wants to do it. I, yeah, he he grew up in Britain. He, he okay, he, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's a good circuit for the drivers and for the fans. It's yeah. high speed. Um, it's got the history if you if you look at that as well. So, I'm sure I'm sure it'll remain on the circuit. I know money talks, uh, but I'm sure it will remain. As part of the uh, Formula One calendar, yeah, they're probably just negotiating it. That's it's probably just negotiation tactics. Maybe I don't know,
0: um, but for like I said, for me, you can't you can't cancel that one. You just you just yeah. can't. Um, that and and Monza.
1: You, would you cancel Monaco if you had the chance? I. Mm. See, I know Monaco is an event and it's great for PR and publicity yeah. and sponsors and qualifying is amazing. It's part of the
0: Triple but, Crown as well, let's not forget that. Yeah,
1: but it is not a good race to watch.
0: Do you know what? what? <laughs> uh, if they wanted to play with qualifying, Monaco would be the race to do it. Yeah, that's true. Because that would just be complete chaos. Um, I, I I- just,
1: if they can just make it easier to overtake at Monaco... That'd be great.
0: Do you know what? They used to be overtaking done at Monaco. I don't know if you remember, but it was way back when. um, (laughs) They used to be overtaking when the cars were about two thirds of the size. The cars are way too big now for that circuit and those streets. Um, And so they're not, like these cars are a lot bigger and a lot heavier. They're a lot safer as well, but they're a lot bigger and a lot heavier. Um, And so they're not as pokey anymore so you can't like dive in down going into towards like swimming pool anymore you can't oh sorry coming out of the tunnel sorry um you can't do that anymore so you can see like epic videos of you know like Kimi Raikkonen uh, uh Coulthard Hamilton um even Senna making these like ridiculous like late-breaking overtakes um in Monaco going around the outside that sort of stuff because the cars were just like 40% smaller
1: yeah Um, I mean, if they could just change the track to just have an overtaking spot i know if they could it would be great but sunday you're literally just watching for crashes and safety cars and pit stops that's it yeah racing is basically the racing is done once and maybe reliability it's very
0: tactical that race is very tactical um and so if you have good pit stops and stuff like that you're all good but if you have a, a terrible time you're screwed um so for me for me personally, I think that Monaco needs some tweaks for it to be one hundred percent guaranteed a place on the calendar for me. Um, otherwise, i i don't I don't love it, but there's something special about it. But at the same oh, no, time, definitely like, special
1: like the just the know. track is really fun to drive. Like driving in the game is really fun. True. It requires a lot of skill. And like it is most exciting qualifying of mm. the whole season Ooh. Uh, uh,
0: fun fact I found out today at lunch I was speaking to, with my with my colleague at work and she um uh, her friend owned a company who worked for the Monaco Grand Prix a few years ago like years and years ago and her job uh like my colleague uh, uh, my colleague was hired in by her friend to do some driving around Monaco and it was her job to drive some of the VIPs around Monaco because the track was closed. So she was oh. chauffeuring people around in a fancy Mercedes.
1: Ooh, that's nice. Um, so yeah, just a fun Did she fun send fact. it? Did she send it into turn one? <laughs> uh,
0: I'll ask. I'll ask next time. <laughs> next time I speak to her. But she also she showed me photos. She did a like one of the Formula experiences at um, at the uh, Paul Ricard circuit. Okay. Um, she showed me some photos. I think it was an F two car that she drove, or an F three or an F two. But she showed me photos, and she was like, "It was brilliant!" Like, <laughs> um, like I, like I was very jealous, essentially. Um, but uh, just, just think,
1: yeah. so you wouldn't fit. I wouldn't it.
0: fit in any of those cars, uh, not because of my fat ass, but because yeah. I'm so tall. Um, so and my fat they're like feet as well.
1: there is a good chance you could get decapitated mr McQuilly. potentially
0: yeah they'll be like the, the, we need to adjust the halo they need an extender on the halo to bring you're, you're it up blocking the air box, the <laughs> yeah, my helmet just gets sucked into the <laughs> airbox uh it'd be good for braking though because <laughs> because my air head resistance. would just be stuck to the back of it um but yeah so so for me i think it's 50 50 with monaco um, but uh, uh, that it would be confirmed if they made some changes that showed that racing was good. I would give them until like, let's say 2028 20, to make yep. changes to make overtaking possible, et cetera, et cetera. And then depending on that, either renew the track or say that it drops off the calendar. I also don't think that we need three US races. <laughs> so yeah, just, just cool. put that out
1: there. Well, hopefully, Silverstone remains on the calendar. For yeah, weeks. I like I
0: said, it it might be a a um, negotiation tactic. It might not. I really don't know. But it's just it's just for me again, British bias. It, it has to stay. Just from even from a logistics point, it's twenty minutes away from the factories, lads. Come on, yep. um, yeah, yeah. Um, I would. In all honesty, I would even protest the <laughs> the decision to get rid of the British Grand Prix. And, and
1: how how would you protest? What would you do? I what what event would you go to?
0: I do you know what? If I'm going to protest any event, um, and I love the planet, I'm going to protest a racing series which is all green, um, <laughs> and is I think carbon negative, right, or carbon neutral, or something like that. It's one of the two, I think. I'm going to go to Berlin and I'm going to invade the track for the Formula E race because I'm a f***ing
1: moron. And look, if one one of the reasons is like we want um, the word to be spread, Formula E, as much as it's not that popular.
0: No, it's not.
1: It's not that popular.
0: Um, But...
1: Yeah, it just goes against the whole message of what they're trying to protest for.
0: Yeah, so essentially, if you don't know, uh, there was some, I think it was a German, um, a German, like, environmental group who protested at the Berlin Formula E Grand Prix over the weekend, uh, where Jaguar actually ended up winning, just so you know. Um, I stayed a little bit up to date with that. Um, interesting race it was a one two for the jaguar team which is i think it's tcs team which is very interesting anyway um it got off to a shaky start because these protesters essentially invaded the track um and tried to super glue themselves to to the track itself um and it's just moronic it just is moronic i understand that you know If you're an environmental group, and this is going to be unrelated to Formula One, but but bear with me. If you're an environmental group and you want to get your name heard and stuff like that and you want to protest, I'm all for it. However, every single one of them is going about it in the complete bloody wrong way. Don't throw beans at art. Don't throw paint over stuff. Don't stick yourself to roads because all you're doing is affecting the people who are just going to get annoyed by you and just want to completely ignore you you're alienating the people which you should be trying to win your support on um you should be protesting things like polo or something like that those high class events where those richer people are where those government officials are who will actually bother to make a difference and you need to appeal to them
1: who watches polo
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure the the bloody the, there was a bloke from Just Stop there, there, there Oil. There are ways.
1: There are ways they can do it, like you know, like car launch events. There was that guy. I think he did it at a car launch mm. event. What so- I don't
0: agree with there was I think I can't remember exactly where it was, but there were protesters who glued themselves to um to cars in a classic car museum um i'm not talking about the porsche museum that's a completely different thing but they glued themselves to classic cars and they caused like i think it was a like hundred thousand euros worth of damage or something like that like just gluing their hands
1: to like ferraris and stuff like that like classic ferraris um, i read one story i think it was a porsche dealership where they glued themselves and then the, the dealership just turned off the lights yeah and the
0: heat. <laughs> so that's what happened in the in the porsche museum i i believe it was the porsche museum that we went to ash in stuttgart uh and um this is very good by the way brilliant especially if because we got free entry <laughs> <laughs> um but uh which isn't usually free entry i will just point that out um but essentially um they came in and they glued themselves to the floor and what porsche did was go- went okay cool they turned off the heating and turned off all the lights
1: which they would do they would do yeah purpose. so
0: and, and and like you can't argue with that that's brilliant and then apparently okay. they wanted to go home it's hilarious.
1: Uh, I- I know we're going off topic here. Mm. Conspiracy theory type. Oh, okay. Are they hired by the government to mm. piss people off? That is to a very, make the whole very green movement. That's uh, very
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, it's like let's hire these people. Let's have them piss off the general public. Mm. So the general public are on our you know, side. Don't care about going green. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And also plays into their plans of stopping people from protesting.
0: True yeah that, that yeah. you never know that you could be onto something there exactly, I w- i'm i yeah. not going to publish this episode just in case you're assassinated <laughs> over the next couple of weeks um but yeah that's you know the truth <laughs> <laughs> um but that, that's a very interesting theory um but my yeah. thing is, is that if you're going to protest you don't do that especially if you're environmental thing they're promoting green racing and stuff like that i fully understand that when those batteries are dismantled on the Formula E cars, they have so much uh, environmental impact because of the lithium used and the—I don't know—I don't think it is cobalt and stuff like that. But the the process that's used to actually produce these batteries and then like what happens to them after and all that fun stuff—it is horrific for the for the environment. Um, but at the same time, you don't protest that you complete morons because um, okay, that's it's like just okay we're stupid. trying we're trying to be yeah
1: sustainable this is what we're doing
0: yeah so, i i don't i don't, I don't get it overnight. you want to protest stop cruises from happening do you know how environmentally bad cruises are for the planet they are horrifically bad <laughs> horrifically bad go and stop some boat races some some petrol powered boat races go stop <laughs> them Stupid, utterly stupid, um, but yeah. So, so I just wanted to cover that very quickly, um, especially because obviously last year at Britain there were some protests as well. Um, I have a funny feeling that there will be an attempt at a protest. I have a protest, feeling um, at the. I I have a funny feeling it will be at the British and or the American Grand Prix There will be a protest. Um, I I think potentially. The only other race that you might get a protest at is the Netherlands, but I doubt it. Um, I think that any one of the US um, Grand Prix could have a protest uh, and the British.
1: Oh, do you think Monaco could have a protest? Considering Maybe. Considering so, that's there, actually,
0: that's something that we can talk a, about because. Well
1: apparently
0: apparently a French group has has, has threatened, yeah have threatened, have th- have, has threatened, okay, Shakespeare. hath threatened have has thou hath threatened uh, to turn off the electric for the for, for the whole thing <laughs> um because essentially the Monaco's power grid is part of the French power grid as far as I'm aware I am not in any way an expert on power grids um but essentially the they've threatened to turn it off. Ooh. uh that's as far as i'm aware what's happened um hold on let me let me quickly
1: fact check for everyone all seven of yeah, you yeah i was wondering why did that come to mind and i just remember yeah some french uh energy companies made threaten to turn off power to the monaco grand prix so the french grand prix could be targeted by
0: uh by french protests Um, reports have circulated in the French media stating that the CGT Union, which is currently the second biggest trade union in France, is planning a raft of demonstrations and protests at sporting events in the coming months. Uh, And then they go on to talk about the incident at 2022 Britain. Um, And they they said that uh, the energy unions have announced 100 days of action and anger in protest against Macron's recent pension reforms. Um, and they have said and this is a direct quote the Cannes Film Festival, Monaco Grand Prix and the the Roland Garros Tournament, the Avignon Festival could end up in the dark we won't let it go, the CGT Union stated in their announcement Monaco Grand Prix organisers will hope that Macron can reach an agreement with the CGT Unions in advance of the Grand Prix
1: yeah because there's no French Grand Prix is there, otherwise they probably would have done it yeah there's no French
0: Grand Prix um, this year I'm afraid um so yeah very interesting
1: interesting um i think
0: this is monaco they will have some sort of backup backup generators they'll they'll have (laughs) that's exactly what they will do they will have backup (laughs) generators ready to go to um to power the the team's um hubs like the the garages and stuff like that the FIA safety bits and pieces, um, like the the, the safety lights. offices, the lights, everything, uh the radio towers for the for the safety like walkie-talkies and all that fun stuff. Um TV production. T V production. They'll have they'll, they'll have generators because if they've already been threatened, it yeah. takes two or three phone calls to get some to get some generators brought in. I
1: wonder if uh I wonder how much power it consumes. I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Gonna... I've got I've got no idea. I'm not going to Google that either because it's probably not going to come back with an answer, but there we go. I,
1: I just remember this with Monaco being different. Did you know that they have scuba divers? They do. In the water. They hire so scuba if car, divers. If a yep. car flips and lands in the water, they have scuba divers to help get drivers out. Ready to go. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Like, um, That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's because essentially it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a, I, I think it was in like the sixties or something. It Somebody was a while. Yeah, a it was a long pack, time yeah. ago, and obviously they've they've put in um, like me- safety measures
1: to to stop it from happening. But still, yeah. um, look, I mean, look at Shu, right at Silverstone. You just yeah. never know. Thank it, God you
0: know. he like this is horrific, but thank God he had that crash because otherwise those protesters could have got flattened.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's true. So if though
0: if that protest had gone ahead and there was no yellow or red flag within the first few corners because i think they were just just down like one of the straights, so they would turn like four or five or between turns four and five or whatever it is i don't know the track off the top of my head um but uh if if it had been green flagged all the way through i it could have been horrific it could have been absolutely horrific
1: uh i agree with you so yeah so So I, i hope where do things
0: work out i hope that security is very tight for the, for the Grand Prix, for sure. Um, yeah. Because also, I don't want it to get red flag because then I get home later. <laughs> like, that's that's another thing as well. Um, so, so, I don't really want that. It's so all about you, Jacob. You yeah, it me. is. It's all My about me. Table. My time <laughs> table. <they>, My <they> Protesters. <laughs> these protesters are taken away. Just, just if they, pro- I tell you what, I will make this statement right now. I want a shorter gap
1: between the sprint qualifier and the sprint race
0: If, if, some sort of protest happens at the british grand prix to stop with oil or environmental agency or something like that i am gonna burn so much plastic in retaliation it's gonna be insane i am going to drive in third gear on the motorway and use up twice as much petrol because you know what fuck you that's why fuck you I, I don't get me wrong I want to save the planet we only have one planet etc etc but if you're going to be an arsehole you're going to be an arsehole and <laughs> I will fully retaliate
1: uh, you are going back by planes so
0: I am traveling via lucky. plane anyway so I might as well shoot pandas in the face anyway because I'm if, ruining if you were the being habits. environmentally
1: friendly you would be taking an electric car from Denmark to England
0: No, no no if I was being environmentally friendly I'd swim oh yeah because you probably, you probably
1: wouldn't make it to the second oh you'd god no, collapse, no, no, no. I'd, 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 I'd
0: be dead about 400 meters offshore
1: <laughs> it's too cold i could, it's I, too could cold. I could maybe
0: sail i could what does greta thunberg do she just sails around the world right she um, sails um, around yeah the world, so yeah. i just
1: borrow her boat but that means you'd have to like leave weeks before
0: <laughs> yeah i know i'd have to you know like good, good you, luck do, that do, you watch, do you ever watch vikings did you ever yes. watch Vikings, where they're like trying to sail from like Norway over to Britain, and it takes them like a month? And <laughs> uh, and I've got like a special. I'm rock... here for
1: the Silverstone Grand Prix. Oh yeah,
0: that was that was uh, three uh, it, weeks ago. It's <laughs> September, mate. Where have you been? <laughs> we, we, we we presumed you were dead, missing at sea. Um, but yeah, if you if you're an environmental group and you're listening to this, I am more than happy to help you brainstorm ideas. But don't you dare. <laughs> protest the british grand prix because it will this be is pointless the,
1: the one bit of joy i have don't take it away from. pretty
0: me. much yeah i mean shut down an airport go and send a drone up somewhere near an airport and shut the airport down for a couple of hours because that will do better than Stop standing on, i really should I, yeah, I really shouldn't this is not legal advice what else am i supposed to say uh this is not this is like do something this else is for entertainment this, purposes. yeah this, is this content is for entertainment purposes only uh, I would never fly a drone in any uh, situation that would provide any sort of injury or mishap or anything to anyone ever, uh, for the record. Uh, but yeah, go and do something else. Just, just like, go and protest something else. Like, nobody cares. Like, you're just going to annoy people. Um, but I guess, obviously, it, it does get people talking about it. But this has nothing to do with Formula 1, so let's maybe move on uh, to... We, we've we already sort of predicted it anyway. Um, but let's talk a little bit about baku we've got we've been recording now for about 51 minutes let's spend the last 10 minutes actually talking about baku um yeah. and how we think the race is is gonna go i think we already did sort of predict the podiums already we um, did i've totally forgotten <laughs> so i believe you said i've off the top of my head you said it would be max perez alonso i believe
1: that's actually what i was about to say it's my new prediction so. and
0: my prediction i believe was perez max alonso um, so, yeah. and i say that purely because perez seems to be very very good on street circuits these 90 degree corner rear limited corners and he's very good at looking after his tires so i believe that perez could potentially do it um but then again max is an absolute animal so yeah. who knows and I, I think
1: he would have won 2021 mm. if the tire didn't explode. oh he would
0: have, he would have walked was, that race he was flying yeah. that race um yeah he just he would have completely walked it
1: so yeah and i think the Aston seem to be uh suited for the 90 degree turns at azerbaijan mm. um obviously their one factor is that they're a very draggy car so, yep. top speed um, would be at a deficit to, I think, nearly every other team is what I was seeing in some uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, so, um,
0: so I think teams to look out for in Baku, because they could have some very interesting positions and results. Are, I know. I have...
1: The first team, I know exactly what you're going to say. No, you're not.
0: <laughs> Williams. Yes, <I> <laughs> Williams. Why Williams? Jake? Because Williams <laughs> have very good top speed. And that big, long straight um, is going to be very good for top speed. That Williams is very slippy.
1: Do you know what other team has very good top speed? Red Bull? No, apart from Red Bull.
0: Ferrari?
1: No, Haas. Yes, Haas. Haas is not not the other team I was going to mention, but yeah. Could could see Nico. Hulkenberg. Nico! (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: yeah nico could be very i i side note um i saw him he went for a run um last weekend um, yeah
1: he was running for like a charity he was doing
0: some sort that? of charity run right i'm gonna sorry let me very quickly um find this
1: and he's also doing his wife a... is gorgeous
0: by the way <laughs> um,
1: um he's also doing an ama on reddit yeah uh, tomorrow
0: yeah well do you know what we should do we should next week we should cover that Yep. Um, and talk about it, right? So he did in Mallorca. He did a uh, a PB on a I don't know what it was. It was a half marathon, I think. Uh, it was nine kilometers, so it was probably just like a charity run or like a park run or something like that. I actually have no idea um, what what race it was off the top of my head. However, he ran nine kilometers in 35 minutes and 44 seconds like that is unreal speed
1: so that's what like four and a bit miles or something
0: uh something like that so so he did per kilometer three minutes 58 per kilometer jesus that is mad right so i also run as well i'm doing a half marathon next weekend right uh, not this weekend coming up when you when you'll be listening. Um uh, next weekend. And my average pace for a half marathon, I'll be lucky if it's under five and a half minutes per kilometer. So for for him to be three fifty eight per kilometer is utterly insane. Like that is ridiculous. Um I would uh, so what I'm also doing now is um I'm looking up what his half marathon and marathon pace would be is if you if you carried on at 358 per kilometer or call it 4 minutes because th- for for time's sake. But so if he did a half marathon and his pace was 4 minutes per kilometer, he would complete that half marathon in an hour and 24 minutes. Jesus.
1: Christ. That's insane. do it for because we had the London Marathon this weekend. Do it for 26 miles. Mm. Can you work out for 26 so miles? So for
0: 26 miles or for 42 kilometers, uh, yeah. he would do the London Marathon in two hours, 50 minutes. Two hours, Jesus 49, Christ. 29 to be exact.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, or well, two hours, 40... 40- 48 47 sorry because i had it at four minutes of one second so he'd do it in under three hours two two hours 48 47 is is if you do it that is four four minutes per kilometer it's just insane like i i'm literally going for a run after we finish this podcast and i will for one kilometer try and get 358 i will do it i will i'll do one kilometer normal warm-up and then i'm gonna book it (laughs) and see what i can do because it's just phenomenal how fit these drivers are and i think people
1: just don't understand it goes very unnoticed
0: and then like i tell you what if you're listening to this podcast right now go for a run do one kilometer as normal pace whatever and then try and get anywhere near 358 for your next kilometer and see how how insane that time that is phenomenal how quick that is um i would love to see all the formula one drivers have like a 5k race and see what happens like on foot that would be hilarious um and uh but yeah unreal times anyway that has is very very quick at baku or uh, very very good high high speed um but one of the other teams i was going to mention uh is long long time fans of the podcast will know they're probably my you know my least favorite team the team that comes up the least uh uh you don't know if you've heard of the mclaren uh, M- mclaren am i pronouncing that correctly you're um, not
1: wearing orange glasses, so no one would know. Ah, any. okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, I can put my orange glasses on, or I can get my McLaren Technic set off of the wall. Um, you but just it's...
1: need you just need orange light coming onto you. Yeah. Right now, it's blue. The, the light is blue on yeah. your glasses. Uh, I, just, I, just, it I
0: need it orange. Um, but essentially, they will be bringing a big upgrade package to Baku as planned, apparently. I don't know whether or not that's still happening. But it would be very interesting to see after reports of them saying that... This is where the car should have been at the beginning of the season. Um, it will be very interesting to see where they line up compared to other cars and teams around them. That's all I was going to I, I, say. I
1: don't think the car is as bad as people have made it out to no. be or even joked it to be. They've no. just had some very difficult weekends. I um, I think so... it's
0: probably, in terms of the championship and in terms of like where that car is, I would argue it's it probably is... The sixth fastest car. I think the Alpine's probably a little bit quicker, based on what I've seen. But I would argue it's the fifth, sixth fastest car, probably sixth fastest car.
1: So you're going Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, Aston, Alpine, McLaren.
0: I, I for fastest car, i mean, if I would, I would genuinely pretty much go with how the, how the, uh, the championship looks like at the moment. I would say Red Bull probably have got the fastest car, uh, and then I'd say it's interchangeable between. Aston Martin and Mercedes and Ferrari. To be completely honest, I think Alpine okay. will be best of the rest, closely followed by McLaren and Haas, and then it's Alpha Romeo and Tauri and Williams, sort of the the back runners. Cool, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, I think regardless, it's been so long. I just want to see some racing. <laughs> um and i know that a lot of a lot of f1 fans will be saying the exact same
1: well friday is qualifying friday is qualifying so you don't so... even have to wait till saturday i know wait till Brilliant. friday
0: to qualify competitive yeah. stuff happening on friday
1: i'm i'm here for it i mean we say competitive it's the battle for third let's be honest yeah okay yeah it's, it's the battle for third but
0: battle for third should be very competitive yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah. Is there is there anything else you would like to cover this week before we go to Azerbaijan?
1: Yes, two things. Mm-hmm. I love how the Formula One world has exploded with the fake rumours of Alonso and Taylor yes! Swift. <laughs> how didn't we start with this? That's like our meme of the week. <laughs> it, yeah, that,
0: it's just... Oh, I'm, like, I'm... I'm... Over the, moon. the internet is a weird place <laughs> yeah it's very weird but like i feel like they if they were to have like a fake date that would explode <laughs> the internet would explode
1: I, I think if they also do some instagram videos and tiktoks with uh alonzo and taylor swift music mm. in the background well alonzo the-
0: posted uh, a video this week with taylor swift music yeah
1: did he? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I believe one of the
0: captions on one of his tweets or social posts or whatever was Feeling 33
1: uh, Okay, is that a Taylor Swift song?
0: Uh, feeling 22 or 22 uh, right. is, the, is the Taylor Swift song, but obviously his number 33, El Plan So that's plan. that's the joke So yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and the final thing because I was listening to a podcast earlier and they asked this question mm. which, I wish I'd listened to the podcast last week but I think it came out last week If you could drive to survive any season of Formula One, what would it be? Hmm. That's a good question. It is a good question.
0: Uh well it has to go back, doesn't it? I it's 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 probably not the answer you're expecting. Uh but the the season where um Uh, where Senna unfortunately passed away would be incredibly interesting because there's so Uh, much around that. Yeah, I believe 94. That would be incredibly interesting because hearing the stories about how they were not forced on the podium, but they were pretty much forced on the podium. Um, They didn't, I don't think they sprayed champagne. They literally stood there, received their their, their trophies and then disappeared. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. But like that would be very interesting because of the aftermath of that, and having interviews with um with the different drivers and stuff like that would be incredibly interesting and telling. Um, and I think if you have any idea as to how um how important and how poignant Senna was in that season and what happened to him, watch the BBC Top Gear tribute to Senna that they did and they produced. It is spine tingling, essentially. Um, but the other one I think would be very interesting would be I think it was the seventy six season Hunt and louder. Okay. Because uh, remember, also... it's a
1: drive to survive, so you'd have like eight episodes following multiple teams mm. and drivers. So
0: yeah, I think I think I,
1: th- I believe it's I uh, uh, when when hold on, when, what
0: season? What season of F1 was Rush based on, is what I've just Googled. 76. I was right. Oh, I've got wheel <laughs> knowledge. Brilliant. Oh, i dropped a bit of Lego, but that's brilliant. That's very. Oh, I've got wheel knowledge. Um, yeah. Also, if you haven't seen Rush, bloody go watch it. Very, um, good, film. very that, good film. That would be a very, a very interesting um, Drive to Survive season to watch. But also 2007, 2008 would also be very interesting.
1: My pick would be 2007. Ooh. The battle yeah. between Alonso and Hamilton. Mm. Uh, Spygate. Mm. Uh, Kimi winning his first championship. Yep, um, I think that would be a very good season.
0: Mm. Plus, obviously, uh, Hamilton... Bursting onto the scene. Bursting onto the scene. His debut yeah. season. That would be very, very interesting.
1: Can you, can you imagine the Drive to Survive episode uh, at Hungary... The fake
0: radios they would have used. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, and uh, also... And the... also,
1: like you said, China, where he went off. Yeah, Hamilton exactly. Off. Yeah, that would the re- be Imagine going behind the scenes of McLaren and what the vibe was Yeah, there.
0: that would be insane. Especially, like, I obviously there was the rumor around, or... Well, it's not even a rumor. It was confirmed that Alonso and his team went around the garage and gave everyone little packets of money not to work on yeah. Hamilton's car.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it, I don't know if it was to work on, not to work on Amazon's car. It was just it's to, to kind favor of, him, essentially. Yeah. Play a, some games, yeah, mind games. Like, but, to favor uh, Alonso. Uh, Ron Dennis found out about that and he made the mechanics give the money back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had no idea about that. Um, um,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's in Mark Priestley's, he said it. I don't know if it was with the Pit Stop Boys. Am I allowed to say that? I got no idea. <laughs> um, so, but Yeah. yeah. I think it was on that podcast. Um, Or maybe in his book. I can't remember. I've got no idea. They were were made to give the money back. Mm. But either way, it's still hilarious. That whole story (laughs) is just insane. It is hilarious.
0: But that would be be a very interesting season to do. 2007, 2008 as well would also be good. Um, And another one
1: would be uh, 2010. I was gonna say twenty twelve. Seven different winners. Twenty twelve,
0: yeah, that would be pretty good as well. Twenty twelve, yeah.
1: Two thousand sixteen, Nico vs Lewis.
0: Yeah, Silver War. Yeah. That um, would be really good. There's a free documentary on YouTube about the Silver War. Um I've been meaning yes, to by watch it.
1: A guy called or something, I've it? been meaning I'm to watch like it. Clothes.
0: Um I should. I should watch that. Do you know what? I will watch it tomorrow. I will watch it tomorrow. I use I usually have like a podcast or something going on in the background while I work. I'll just have it on in the background while i work and i'll watch that so yeah cool cool all right well we've been recording for an hour and six minutes so i don't know why we're still here i know (laughs) uh... um but yeah all right places to run to yeah we do uh i'm literally going to go for a run in like the next 15 minutes so do you want to do you want to wrap things up
1: uh yes it is race week thank you for listening and join us next week where we'll actually be talking about a race once we will have a great week all and remember racing starts on Friday.
0: Racing starts Friday. Drive safe. All right. Cheers guys. See you.
1: Bye.